welcome into the Level Heads podcast. Welcome back to the Level Heads podcast. We have taken a week's break for some personal matters. And this week we have a listener questions episode. No guest. Your guests are Mike Conley, Jamie Verdura, and Zane Ellis. Zane Ellis from Collective Build Company, Mike Conley from Greenside Design Build, and Jamie Verdura for Verdura, Verdura Construction. We answer questions about things we would change in our business, our hobbies, the top things to look for when starting a business, cost plus or fixed fee, and Iron Mike Tyson steps in and talks about having a plan and what that's like. Booyah! Let's get it! Nailed it. All right, folks. Let's hop right into it. This week's episode is going to be listener questions. We've been uh, planning this episode for a while. Uh, we took a little break because of some personal things going on, um, but we're back, back with a vengeance. So back, at, back. we're going to jump right into the questions. Um, the first question I have here from one of our listeners who would be at Lost Creek. We all know who that is. Knowing what you know now, and if you could go back, would you still choose a career in construction and why? That's a good question. Oh, good question. So who's going to jump into that? I think we both answered that one. Would I still choose a career? Yes, I would still choose a career in construction. Um, Knowing what I know now, I'm assuming he, I'm assuming he's saying, how hard it is. Is that right? <laughs> like there's easier ways to make money out there. Uh, I'm assuming than what yeah, I'd go YouTube right star now. for sure. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Pretty much a Lamborghini. These guys are driving. You pretty much are. Yeah. <laughs> except, except your truck caught on fire yeah, last week. <laughs> yeah, it sure did. Sure did. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah, that's question question. If you were a YouTube Ford star, again. that could have been a Lambo set on fire, so you're probably yeah. better off. Dude, yeah, yeah exactly. you could have set that truck on fire on purpose. I would have monetized that video if I was a YouTube star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would I, I would still do it. I really, uh, you know, the things that I enjoy about the job are all things that go into custom homes, I think. Um, and I don't know that I could satisfy that itch elsewhere. Um I really, uh, really like uh, the creativity side of it. I love, uh, I love that you know you've got this tangible, uh, sometimes amazing product at the end that's going to be there long after you're dead, at least you hope. <laughs> and and you know you, you're dealing you, sometimes. I mean, sometimes the people are great. Some sometimes the people make me want to quit this job, but. Yeah. I do love people. I like being around people. I like being surrounded by, um, by creative people, by craftsmen. I really enjoy kind of the craftsman aspect of it. Um, you know, on the search for that one guy or girl or whoever that can do pull off this detail or whatever and pair them with this project. And, um, and then you've got this really amazing thing at the end that you can say, Hey, I, you know, I was part of putting this thing together. Uh, so I, I like that aspect of it. The problem solving, the creativity, the people really, I mean, it fits me, fits me pretty well. Plus rockstar didn't work out. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, for me, I don't know. Yeah. The answer, would I 
still choose a career in construction if I could go back? Hell yes, is my answer. But one caveat, I would probably change a few little things. Number one, I would not be building in my market. I'd be out of this market. I'd probably go somewhere where it's a little more lucrative. And somewhere maybe, you're not going to Maybe with some higher murdered. budgets. What's that? Somewhere you're not going to get murdered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't have to wear a bulletproof vest every day to work. That too. That too. That that does suck. Um, I probably I probably would have went to school too. You know, I never went to college. I went straight into this. And I should have went. I was I was supposed to go to school. I don't think I knew for, that. Yeah, I was supposed to go to school for architecture. I got into U of I. And the day before I was supposed to go, my old man pulled me aside. He says, Hey, if you stick around, I'll make it worth your while. So like a freaking idiot, I stuck around. <laughs> Pulled you back in. <laughs> and did he make and it worth to his while? credit? He did make it worth my while, and he taught me a lot, and and made me enjoy what I've done. But I still think I would have liked to have a little bit more of the business side, maybe a business degree, something like that, that give me a little leg up instead of having to learn all of that stuff the hard way. You know, I'm in I'm in my mid forties, upper forties now, and I in this builder twenty group, and I'm only now realizing some concepts or see observing some concepts that I could have implemented 20 years ago in my business. Yeah. yeah. So that I would change that, but I definitely love what I'm doing. Um, I would definitely stay in the high, uh, residential high end market. Um, there's a lot of satisfaction in building a really kick-ass house, even though it's a ton yeah. of work. And at the end it's, you're pulling your freaking hair out. But when you're all said and done and then the customers are looking at their dream home, you know, they're going to raise their family in this house. That's, that's pretty cool. And you know, that'll be around even after I kick the bucket. So that's another, you know, a little bit of legacy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of pride in it for sure. How about you, Jamie? I don't know. For me, I don't know. I just don't know how to do anything else or (laughs) I don't really know anything. um, I don't know. I, I feel like I was built. I kind of fell into the trades, but now knowing what it takes and and what kind of uh personality you need and, and other things to go with it i think it's um what i'm supposed to be doing but um my big thing is just team stuff uh, anything probably i could do in regards to a team of uh of, of guys doing anything that's hard yeah. i'm into so it's probably a lot of a lot of careers that can go that direction office work not me <laughs> wolf, wolf of wall street um, yeah, Wolf for all. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I never really, you know, for every, every bad day that you wish you're doing something else, but there's a lot of good ones too, so. Yeah. 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 I think I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, I'm maybe I'm switch a bad it up. Day, I think I a lot of us are, like you say, you don't know anything else. You're just kind of, yeah. kind of bred for it. I didn't do much else. I'm, yeah. I'm, I feel the kind same way. I it early. Yeah. Maybe yeah, this question, maybe this question is, you know, good for the young guys that are maybe just getting started and questioning or wondering, are they making the right choice? What do you tell them? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a long road. I mean, it's, it's for the first five or 10 years, you're just trying, I mean, then I guess what direction you go, you're trying to learn to trade or some guys that go to school, they learn how to manage, right. And I learn that end of it. And then, um, then you got to do another five years of, uh, team building, you know, getting clients, getting product behind you. 
learning systems and all this. And then, you know, you're in all of a sudden you're in it 10, 15 years and you're, but you got to do that really in any, any industry you got to put in your yeah. Plus, I, I, it's a professional gig. I think any professional gig, no matter what it is, if you're a professional, there's mm-hmm. pluses and minuses. And honestly, right? I wish I was like 21 right now because these yeah. kids are going to have, they're going to have very <laughs> so little competition. <laughs> they're coming into a field where everyone is retiring or they're dying. We're losing them and they're not being yep. replaced. It's good. They're yep. going to have their, pick yeah they're gonna be able to charge whatever they want yeah yep, yep. For, at I agree. A, for at least for at least you know and I, like we always talk about every every generation says the next generation is soft right yeah but i <laughs> well this is not saying that they're soft it's saying that they're gonna have really less competition they're gonna have less competition for they sure can, they can I be don't... a little bit softer because they have... they're not competing with ai that's for sure yeah they can be yeah yeah yeah, that's the, I mean, there's a lot of ways to come up too. That's another thing they threw Instagram and the Builder Twenty stuff opened my eyes. I thought everybody started at twenty with their bags on, and then they got their license in twenty eight, and then they built their first house, and then they got their first three guys, and then. But now I learned that guys, some guys never even owned a hammer, and they're yeah. running really successful companies. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. Lots of ways to skin a cat. Sure. You got to find out what you're doing. Oh at. yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. I think. Um, I think my advice getting into it would be, you know, don't stop learning. You know, I think we see so many guys that, you know, get enough knowledge to make some money and that's it, you know, but I would say keep learning, you know, continue that craft. Don't just be, don't just go out there and make some money and learn how to put two pieces of trim together. Like figure out how to like really, you know, how to really be, you know, the guy in your industry or the girl under your industry or whatever that, whatever that is. Um, always strive to be, yeah, yeah always strive to be the to one be in the demand. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, those are the people that are never going to ever, ever going to be looking for work. You know, don't, don't just go long enough to, to figure out how to make money. You want to be the one that, you know, that I'm thinking of, I've got, but the, it's okay to make money guys. So it is okay <laughs> to make money. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't stop when you start making money. How about that? Don't, yeah. Just go make money. Go well, that's a big thing too. Is is you, depending on where you are and how long you've been at it. Is <clears throat> what's your growth like, and where, where where do you want to be? I get asked all the time. I mean, how many? If you asked me ten years ago how many guys I want, I wouldn't answer thirty five. Yeah. <laughs> and if you ask me now how many guys do I want, I don't know. Maybe it's twelve. It's thirty. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't know One if it's more fifty. Than got. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't really. I have you know my business plan is you know stay you know. I, I want to continue to grow. I have always know? had this, um, and it's going to sound really stupid um, when I say it out loud, but I am a jump first and I'll just figure it out on the ride down kind of person. I've always been <laughs> just like, you know, I, I've always not planned, you know, on some of these big things accordingly. I mean, I moved from Nashville to Knoxville and was like, well, what are you going to do? I'm going to start a business. Well, how are you going to do that? And what's it going to look like? And I, picked out a name and I uh, got a website and that was it. <laughs> I just yeah. started. And my no, second, that's all, that's all right. Yeah. I mean, and my second house I built was one that was, you know, on our own company. We, we, I'd done plenty of stuff working for somebody before, but yeah, I was way over my head, but it was like, you think you can do this? And it was like, hell yeah, I can do this. <laughs> you know, no idea, but you know, we figured but it out. This thing turned out incredible. And, you know, yeah, there's a lot to that, and you, you know, you pay the, you know, you pay the learning curve is huge, but yeah, that's of course. I always did that. We always, I was 28, my first custom home, and yeah, it was definitely above my pay grade. Yeah, 
but there's you know there's a first time for everything. Yeah, I Plans guess I was 31. Everyone. Mike Tyson said it. Everyone had the plan to get punched in the face. <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's true. actually pretty pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So you can plan all you want, but yeah, yep. Any, I've just never been accused of over planning, you know. And uh, <laughs> usually, usually we will get into it and be like, "Yeah, we can absolutely pull this off and get into it." And yeah, you know, and you learn. But I, I have always sided with challenging. You know, challenging myself and people around us, like, no, 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 let's figure it out. We can do this. Yep. There's answers out there. So All yeah, right. I think that's a good question. We'd all still be builders. A good question. One uh, discussion. Jamie, you got question yeah. two? All right, I got one here. So this is uh, from uh, I met Spencer Lewis. Ooh, Spencer. Oh. Shout out to Spencer. Spencer, we need you on the cast, bud. Um, what is your biggest career regret? Moving to Knoxville and starting a business. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Anybody got one? Well, I got one. At the time, I didn't know it would be a regret. It was just kind of how things were going or kind of how things were done, at least around here. But, you know, I was at a young age, I was building, I was developing. And right before the recession hit, I was... I wouldn't say it was over leveraged at the time, but I was leveraged. Then obviously the recession hit and the price of property literally dropped 80% around here. So any equity I had in any of my developments was vanished. So now I'm caught with, I had two townhouse subdivisions to finish. Um, I had no sales. You know, I had just completed two in the new one, and I had I had two left in the old one, and money was gone. So if I could go back and change it, yeah, I wouldn't have bought that new one until I was completely out of the second one. But that's not how the way how it worked. You know, yeah, you line up, you got to line up your land before you finish one yep. or another, or else you're not going to get it, and you're rolling over money. So you're trying to kick the can down the road from the tax man, and yep, it just got involuntarily over leveraged. So that's what I would, that would be my advice to any young guys that are getting into it. Just try not to get out in front of your skis because it took, I mean, I had a lost decade. It took me a decade to to yep. get out from under that shit and get, get the ball rolling again. I think my biggest regret is, is not um, getting after it on the business end of things sooner, right? Incorporating, mm-hmm. Um, proper contracts, um, you know, just proper systems for invoicing, tracking, you know, learn some hard lessons there, keeping up with taxes, things like that. You want to kind of get all those ducks in a row when the company's small um, yeah. and you can get basically get your systems in line and, and stay on it basically early. So I would uh, not just try to get after the jobs and get the next job and grow and build and do that. You know, you got to do that too. There's a hustle to it, but you know, make sure you got your ducks in a row before you really, really dip your whole, your whole toe into the pond. And uh, you don't know what you don't know. You know, that's what I found out. Um, I would, I would, the best, biggest thing I should have done is um, get a lot more advice from the people that have been, you know, in the thick of it. Uh, that's why the Builder 20 is so great. 
is, you know, you can talk to guys that have been in it for 20, 30, 40, 50 years and have that experience and know exactly what, you know, what you are going to go through. And yeah. they've had every problem that you've had, you know, 10 times over. And because yep. uh, you really don't know what you don't know. I mean, it took us going, it took us almost going to court, you know, on an early house about getting paid at the last draw, you know, um, to really think, Hey, maybe we should have an attorney write our contract. Yeah. Maybe we should spend some money on that. You know? Yep. See, I agree. I'd say mine is along that same line is, is, uh, um, is not taking, I've, I've had a couple of projects where I got a, just a gut feeling about a client and and just stuffed it and I took the project anyway and it bit me right in the ass in the end. Um, yeah. You know, you get, you see red flags, you get gut feelings, whatever you call it. Yeah. I mean, there's red flags out. There's tons of red flags out there on who a bad client is or somebody that's probably going to short you or, you know, and I would say you are going to pay much more at the end of the day than you are while you're in the middle of it, you know, or it's gonna it's gonna turn it's gonna turn over. I know everybody, you know, says, Well, I you know, I just take everything or I need the money or whatever. It's not worth it. If it's a Yeah, it's a tough it's a cliche, right? Go with your gut, but yeah. um it's definitely yep. you listen to your gut. But but like you said, sometimes sometimes you gotta take them. I mean Yeah, sometimes you can't listen. If you got to a payroll or you got a mortgage or you know I mean, you got kids to yep. feed and you just this is the only thing that's in front of you. That's what we did. You're gonna take it. We took it and but I really wish I wouldn't have. You know, I yeah. wish I would have gotten leaner and figured it out because it's cost me tenfold what I would have made. Yeah. Again, I mean, that's hindsight is twenty twenty. Exactly. Hopefully, yeah. some of our hindsight can be foresight for some of these younger guys. You yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That's 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 my biggest one. Maybe I should say my biggest two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's next? I I got one here. From the um, famous Amy Storm. Oh, wow. She's asking about drywall on ceilings. Do you guys go with five-eighths or half-inch? It's a nice, simple question. Yeah, that is a I do five-eighths on everything, whole house. Same as that. Yeah, we do five-eighths everywhere. We do yeah. five-eighths everywhere on the ceiling. That's the shortest yeah. answer ever. The shortest answer ever, yeah. yeah. Just gives us a straighter job. It's easier if the tapers float. Yep. Everything we're doing is pretty much level five smooth. But when are both you guys that window? Both you guys are trusses, right? No, no, no. I'm Sometimes. probably wow, we're rolling trusses today, <laughs> but we're probably twenty percent trusses. Oh, okay. I thought we're, you guys did. if that we're more than that, we're uh we're sixty percent, I'd say trusses. But yeah, we'll stick frame quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. These trusses are usually running. 24 inch centers, right? So you got to go 25 eighths drywall. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but we. Better, better job. It's a pretty standard. It's pretty standard on all our stuff to go 5 eighths. We've, I've done one house without it, and then I wish I'd done it. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I got so. one here that came up a couple of different ways. Um, how do you guys find quality subcontractors? Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Still trying to figure it out. Everybody's going to be listening to this episode like, guess they don't. <laughs> <laughs> These guys don't know. 
<laughs> I got some quality guys. Definitely got some quality guys. Yeah. Yeah. It takes I've a got... it takes a long time. I mean, it takes really a long time. You've got to try out. guys out. So many shitheads. Sorry. But we've weeded so many out. <laughs> yeah. Um I it's I would say you know, you gotta try guys out, but not on and don't try anybody out on the biggest stuff. You know, yeah, exactly. I That's exactly easy, but, but even something you that, can fix. I want to go. Yeah, if you, at, you're trying a new taper out. You might as well try them on a five by five bathroom and check it out. <laughs> <laughs> you can call in your other taper if you got to have a fix, right? Yeah, that's that's one way. You know, vetting them and talking to them and trying to see their other work somehow, some way. But one of the things yeah, we, we do, guys, though, one of the things we do or I do when I'm talking to new guys that are calling looking for work, and actually, there's more of that starting to happen now. I've noticed. You know the market. It's happening. Yeah, the market it's is happening. commercial work's getting hurt. Really, I saw some guy. I saw a buddy of mine at Home Depot who's a uh, uh, superintendent for a big outfit in the city, and it's slowing down. Yeah, on the commercial end, well, half the buildings are empty. No one's going back to work. Yeah. So this conversation is even more uh, important, right? Because if you're going to look for subs, there might be more subs available. But what I like yeah. to do. It, the, one of the first questions is I ask them who are some builders that they work for. And I'm listening mm-hmm. to hear if they work for my competitors, you know, the ones right. that I consider equal competitors good. or competitors that are right. as, as good as we are in, in my own mind, you know, because then you yeah, know yeah. that they're used to doing good work. You know, if they're telling me yep. that they're, if they work for Pulte or, you know, if they work for some public home builder, then maybe right. it's my uh, bias, but I don't think their quality is going to be that good if they're working for a right. builder like uh, that. For a track guy. Yeah. 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 We, we ask, uh, I'll ask where they're building. Um, you know, are they building in kind of any of the premier areas who they're, you know, who they're working for. Uh, and then I, I mean, I want to go see some of their work if it's available. Like, oh, I mean, sure. Yeah. Even a plumber, like I want to go see a rough end. And I guess that's if they're asking you for the work, but what happens exactly. when you're in a pinch and you need a plumber or you need a towel guy Yeah. and then you're out beating the bushes. Yep. So I think to find them is you start, I mean, for us, we call our other buddies. That's a big one. Tee off on your other contractor friends. If there are any, yep. if you don't have any friends, go make some at the lumber yard. Yep. Go yeah. say hi to the guys in line and be like, Hey, usually guys don't want to share the names of good guys. because yeah. They don't want them too busy. It depends on but, how um, I mean, we pass names around all the time. Me and some other builders in town. It's like, hey, man, I need a, you know, I need a floor guy. Hey, call these guys. These guys are great. We do too. We yeah, do too. That's a big way to get to know your your local builders yep. and make some friends. That's a that's a big way. Yeah, and I mean, I I would say too. I mean, it's not that often that we're really looking for a new sub. I mean, unless one of ours has put us in a pinch, and you know their schedule is just so backed up. It's the same plumber. It's the same electrician. It's the same. We try to keep them the same. Guy. We try to keep them the same. I do a lot of stuff in house for us. Yeah. I don't run as many subs as yeah, you yeah. guys do. Yeah. Um. But mechanicals, right? And and um. Yep. You know, drywall things like that. But we're actually running into that problem this last year. Is that we got so front end heavy with so many foundation frame guys that we tend to bury a smaller subcontractor. Yeah. So we're needing, you know, maybe two or three electricians and yeah, two yeah. or three plumbers that's, and. That's where we are right now because we've we've weeded them out over time and we had a good we had a good team a good subcontractor um, base that we were very happy with but we were overwhelming a lot of them they just couldn't keep That's, they yeah. just couldn't keep up so all right now if we're gonna make time and make deliveries we have to find somebody else so yeah yep. finding that other 
that B team. It's hard. Finding it's the tough. B team is is hard. No, it is. It is hard. And you go through a couple and you stumble a little bit. Maybe you fix an F up here or there. But you, or you find a great yeah, guy. Sometimes that B guy is going to be the A guy, right? Yeah. No, they're they're out there. So it's actually I've um, just when I found I found them through homeowners sometimes, and I don't really like to do this homeowner because hey, you know my, my brother's an HVAC guy. It's like oh god, I roll. Here we go. Yeah. But I, but lately I'm like you know what if he's an HVAC guy and you say he's good, we'll write him out of the contract. I'm happy to let him do your job and see how he is and meet him and sure yeah. you know give him a shot that way. Yeah. I actually yeah. my so. low voltage guy that I use now, and actually low voltage guys are a dime a freaking dozen. They're always emailing you. <laughs> yeah, you need yeah. a low voltage guy. <laughs> it's the only contract. <laughs> That's funny that you say that. <laughs> they always. It's I, tr- I can't. It's like a freaking nature. Anyway, the guy that that I use now actually one of my clients brought him in, and the guy's freaking great. He was he was young. He was kind of just getting started, but hungry as hell and just bend over backwards for you and you know, wanted to learn. Yeah. He's, he's great. So we use him all the time now. So, you know, I'll ask other man, subs too. Home. I'll ask, I'll ask some of my guys, you know, Hey, I'm looking for, you know, something, you know, I'm looking for a new, whatever siding guy, whatever. Yeah. And I'll ask them and they'll tell me, Oh yeah. You know, I've seen so-and-so's work. He's really good. Yeah. Your insulation guy knows some sheet rockers. <laughs> yeah. yeah they kind of yeah, go hand yeah. in hand no it's true i mean yeah. that's where hey we need another rocker yep call the installation guy man they got to know somebody pretty good yep so i'll ask i'll ask our other subs um quite often you know i found an hvac guy um through um <laughs> we had an hvac guy that that uh the irs was calling us because he owed him so much money <laughs> <laughs> he ended up <laughs> he ended up they were like no 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 this isn't about you this is about you know uh obviously won't say their name um anyway they went out of business <laughs> and i was looking for a new hvac guy and so i asked my plumber and he was like oh you gotta call this guy he's been you know he's been around you know several of these other places i've built and they were high-end custom stuff so we felt like it was a good fit so um so, kind of yeah. to piggyback on this question What's the hardest subcontractor to find? What's the hardest trade for you guys to find? To f- what do you mean to find? Like, mm. is it a carpenter? Or is it a plumber? Is it electrician? Is it a roofer? What's oh, see, what's the hardest for you guys to find? I know I got my answer. Actually, right now I'm having a problem with roof. Really? Actually, now that you bring it up, yeah. And there's actually, uh, yeah, we're having a little bit of a hard time with it, even getting guys to bid it. Um, we're kind of in a little niche, right? We're, we're on the peninsula in California, the Bay Area, but we're over the hill on the coast and half the mm-hmm. base. It's kind of a small area. There's not a lot of people out here. And then, um, so guys have to kind of travel. So bigger outfits don't want to do that. Um, and there's actually two companies locally here. This would be good up for somebody listening if they're local. I thought about it, but I don't have capacity right now. But there's two, two older guys that own decent-sized companies out here that are retiring. And they want to sell their companies. Wow. Somebody just needs to buy and, and, I, it's it's a great yeah. opportunity, and if I wasn't where we are now with work and, and workflow, and I, you know, my wife would kill me if I did that. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it's a great opportunity for somebody because there's going to be a little bit of gap in the. There already is a I'm gap. A little, in the market I'm a little shocked that you haven't actually. <laughs> yeah. I've seriously vetted the. Uh, we'll ask you again come September. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tune in next else, week. Yeah. <laughs> to the next week. Verdura Roofing. <laughs> Sponsored by. <laughs> Sponsored, exactly. 
So I've I've put a more than a little bit of thought into it. But <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm not all the way 100 percent out yet, but we'll see. Ours is carpenters, rough framers. Ours is carpenters. Too. Ours is ours is good I, carpenters. Good yeah, carpenters, yeah. So good framers. Right. I bet. You, I mean, I was just talking. About I own them, right? We do it. Yeah. So I don't have that problem, but I can imagine. Imagine all the trades are good framers more, are hard, hard to, to find, come by. Um, yeah. and good and good trim guys are hard to find for sure. Yeah, I don't even know who I would call, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you're we weren't doing it long though. Yeah, well, we just do it in house. I mean, I just, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's. I hate hiring people, but I've many a times have I thought about bringing carpentry in house. Yeah, and, yeah, and John, there's... John yells at me, but. Yeah, it's... well, that can lead us into this next question here. What's the question here? So, um, how do you manage to work through the, the the workplace BS and the politics of owning a company? I assign myself to be HR. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of the joke around the office is I get to say whatever I want. You just say whatever you want. (laughs) Good to be the boss. (laughs) No. um, Gosh. That is bad for me. I mean, we've got a pretty, we've got a pretty, uh, I'd say, I say hiring the right people is 1A on that. You got to get really good at hiring people in in our industry because if you've got the wrong project manager super whatever it can cost you a lot of money a lot of money and i mean it can wreck your whole year if you've got the wrong guy out in the field uh or the wrong person in the in in the office that is not detail oriented or is not paying attention to um not paying attention to the details that the guys in the field need, you know, I think it's, I think hiring is one a, and I think, I think we've actually done a pretty decent job at it the last couple of years. We it's, we really try to keep it um, pretty lean and everybody's pretty tight. You know, I know we don't, we don't, we just don't have a lot of, we just don't have a lot of bullshit in our, in our business. If it is, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know who it is. Yeah, that you. means it's you. <laughs> yeah. So for us, it's, um, so we're a company, I think we're at 36 with me and my wife included there of people that are working on the day to day. So I think the, the politics and the stuff kind of goes more amongst the crews. Um, you can get a little BS. Knock on wood. It's been really, really good lately. Um, it's pretty much my biggest thing. It kind of goes back to what I was talking about in the beginning about anything with a team. It's what I really like, right? Getting people to kind of, you know, work cohesively and 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 execute is a big thing for me. Um, but you, it's a lot of work keeping the wheels greased and everybody in the right spot. You got to move guys around. Um, you got to find out who drives well with others. Somebody's always got a bad day. Somebody always has a bad weekend. Um, that's just. <laughs> a constant with that many people around. Um, it's, um, yeah, it gets tricky having a lot of people. The more people and the more souls you have on <laughs> on a crew is, uh, there's definitely some BS and politics that go around with it. Yeah, Mike I gets mean, political with himself out I, there. I got steam coming out of my ears just listening to you guys talk about this shit. I mean, that's why I don't hire people. I have, 
and I guess I'm from the old school. So I'm an old, more stubborn guy, but I, no, we don't put up with any drama, any bullshit. Feelings aren't allowed. You know, it's head down, ass up over here. And John is the same way. And like John and I, we scream at each other. We te- we tear into each other. <laughs> we absolutely abuse each other. But it's like water off a duck's back, you know. And yeah. I don't think any other people can, can handle it. You know, we've got some laborers now and any ounce of crying or bullshit. It's like, you're just go gone. We don't need it. I know it's not politically correct or the right way to be, but no, you find guys that fit in, yeah. you know, if and you that, got we feelings, do go through guys. save your feelings for at home with your wife. I don't need yeah. to hear this bullshit. No, we go we go through guys. I mean, there's we had a guy come on. We made it about five days. Just, that was it. Crew spoken. You're out. Yeah, and it's just what happens. You either fit in or you don't. So, it's yeah. Uh, I imagine that sometimes they'll police themselves. Oh, they 100. Yeah. percent They do. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah, that's the crew's in a good spot now. Yeah, because mainly it's just like, hey, we need some guys. You put the word out to the guys. Yeah. Hey, we need some. We need some. We need some framers or we need some labor. Or who do you guys got? Yeah. And they don't want anybody working alongside of them. That's garbage. Of course. Yeah. It just makes their job harder. Yeah. Of course. They'd rather be, they'd rather do it themselves. I don't want this guy here straight up. Don't, I don't want this guy. Yeah. And that's it. And if you're brand new and you, I tell guys straight off the bat, I go, you, you don't got to impress me. <laughs> don't be late. Don't be on your phone and don't piss off the guys. Yeah. And I'll see you on payday. That's it. And if you get kicked from this job, hey, I don't want this guy to put him on another crew. And I go to the next crew. I don't want this guy to put him on another crew. You're out. That's yeah. it. See you. Yeah. The crew has spoken. Yeah. <laughs> and it happens that fast. Yeah. 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 Well, that just that means you got good guys you in your crews that you trust. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. You yep. can't run this many. Everybody goes, how do you do it? I, agree. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, help. I, I don't know have all these guys. <laughs> got all these guys. More patience and mother. It's a, it's a trade off, right? You got the trade of. Making sure the team's cohesive and having to be, you know, get, give that that motor a tune up all the time. But you also have capacity to man the chessboard with, hey, I need five carpenters over here tomorrow. I need seventeen guys over here in this day to unload this, do that, and put this drainage in. And it's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. It's a hustle, but you have the capability to do things. Yeah, and that's the that's the trade. Listen to how old and hateful Mike sounds. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a- it's like my it's football coach. Years, when I was of, in high years and years of being beat down in this industry, right? It's so gonna get you, you out to California. <laughs> so you want to be a contractor? <laughs> yeah. How are you so calm yeah. when your car is on fire? <laughs> <laughs> I am heavily insured, sir. I thought you were heavily medicated when you sent me that video. <laughs> no. no. Jesus. freaking out that's all good anybody, anybody get hurt nope cool I was like, wait is that your there. truck yeah i'll be up ah that shot old girl man yeah so it didn't blow up the last anything? minute the gas is gonna catch on fire it's gonna oh blow dude up. it was they couldn't put it out so we got two water trucks at the dumps you know the big water trucks that water yeah. the roads dumped that on there they were driving a massive bulldozer up with a load of dirt to, to put it out come on and the fire department showed up <laughs> yeah I couldn't get it out. Four or five fire extinguishers. I mean, they couldn't do it. So that diesel gets going. It doesn't want to stop. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Did you get a new truck? I will be getting a new truck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting market value for the truck. Good thing diesels are 
way up these days. <laughs> I'm going to get almost what I paid for it eight years yeah. ago. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. <sighs> Insane. <laughs> All right. What else we got? All right. I got All one right. here. This might take a while to answer. This is from Dagan Design. Do you guys work off cost plus or fixed fee contracts and why? You like this? I'm a Jamie's a fixed fee. You're a fixed fee? I'm a fixed fixed fee, right? Give a price and that's what we're doing it for. I mean, we have allowances for some of the finishes. But if I'm framing your house, it's a fixed fee. Yeah, that's for your carpentry. But what about the entire scope of building the house? Excavation foundation frame, fix, 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 roof fix, window package fix, door package fixed. I mean, they're just that's what they are. And then there's allowances, right? If right, we haven't landed your, on appliances. Fee? That's what I charge. I mean, I charge the percentage of the job. Okay, so you charge a percentage. That's not a fixed fee. That's a percentage. Oh, I go. So there are, so it's well, it's a fixed fee of the of the fixed price. If it's a million bucks and I charge twenty percent, it's a million two. Yeah, but does it come in at a million two all the time? So if it slides, the only yeah. thing that would change would be the allowances if they decide to go with yeah. a different appliance you package. I always tell Jamie approaches these like a subcontractor, not a builder. He's <laughs> always a subcontractor of mine. We're cost plus. We're 100% cost plus right now. Yeah. I mean, I say 100%. I'm, I'm, I've, I've got this huge remodel we've ripped the whole roof off of, and they added the basement too. And I'm doing the basement at a fixed fee, but the rest of it is cost plus. So yeah. I'm doing it as, with a separate contract. But it gets you know, a little it gets a little confusing when people say fixed fee because there's two ways you can look at it. Yeah, see, I'm confused. You can do a lump sum where that's your contract, right? Your total contract price, and that doesn't change. That's a lump sum contract. But yep, then right. if you can do a cost plus a percentage or a cost plus a fixed fee, where your GC is a fixed number. Yeah, I got you. So it's a fixed right? fee. A number, fixed and that's fee. the way that we've been doing it the last number of years. A fixed fee? We do a cost. We do percentage and fixed fee, depending on the client. We do too. I think fixed fee is better. Fixed fee is better because the cost, the, the percentage can slide. The percentage can slide. It's more paperwork because you're constantly more tracking paperwork, more tracking. And you're trying to yep. face. And, and some clients... and. I can see their point here and agree with it. Like, well, why should I pay more if if I'm just picking a more expensive, uh, say, stove, and it's right. not any more work for anybody else? It's just the stove is more expensive, so now your fee is going to be more expensive because of percentage. It does get a little sticky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've had that argument—not argument, but I've had that discussion. No, I, I, no, I've been actually talking about this with Michelle. It's, it's, we should just do a fee. Yeah, it's a million bucks. At say where we usually like to get twenty percent of that, so it's two hundred thousand dollars fee. Yeah, yeah. And then if and they it changes add, a little bit, you're never going to hit it spot on. So it's sometimes you maybe lose yeah. a little, sometimes you gain a little. But for me, because since I do all the paperwork, it's just way easier to do a fixed fee than doing a, a yeah. percentage. Yeah. No tracking's a pain. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we do a fixed fee. We do a cost plus a fixed fee now. The, and we're doing a lump sum for that basement. So we've, you know, we've bid everything out, got numbers for it, and that's the cost. So this is how much you're going to pay for it. So some yeah. those little jobs, it's easier to, you know, to get those estimates down to where you can do that. You know, big yeah. custom house, a lot of times it makes me, you know, makes me super nervous to try to 
do fixed costs at a whole custom house. You know, yeah, you, it's, it's, you no, know, it does yeah. get tricky. If we do big land. It's items. been a while since we've done like kitchen remodel, basement remodel, or but those small jobs we'll do a lump sum contract yeah. on those. All my small way. stuff we'll do lump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you want us to come and so we're all three pretty much the same. Now but, we, but um. I mean, it's, I, I don't have, I, I, yeah, but different. Yeah. I mean, I don't have one size fits all. Yeah. If somebody might call me to do fucking a driveway, I'll be like, hey, 7,500. Done. Then who do you get to do the I apron? I don't say. Who do I get to do the apron? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you don't have a license to do an apron. <laughs> no, I can. I can do the apron. I just can't work in the street. <laughs> <laughs> I got my class C. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> It's funny, <laughs> but yeah, it's not one size fits all for us. Yeah. And this is, yeah, a, I it, mean, this it discussion this comes up probably every single builder twenty meeting. It does, you and there's the one, and there's these. one that does a lump sum every single contract. Yeah, but he's got, but his estimator is is incredible, and his margins are the best. And his margins are the best. Yeah. His margins are the best, but he. But he does have an, a full time estimator who's incredible, and you know everything Props gets to marked his up. estimator. But this man would yeah. sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves, and that's why he's getting his fixed fee. This <laughs> yeah. guy can—he well, deserves. He's the man. He is. Yeah. He, uh, well, he, I think that's too. If you if you start leaving allowances and you start leaving loose numbers, it's kind of you're not all the way there. You should mm-hmm. have. Oh, I mean, he's also drawing the plans. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So they, they have. They own, they own. They own. Yeah, you're owning a legal document that you're bidding off of. Yep. So you kind of own the whole cookie, and it's just everything. A whole thing spec. You should be able to price the whole dang thing. Yeah. Again, yeah. That's, to a team. And, and then if they change it, it's change order done. Because of market, he can get that because of his market. Not not yeah. only because of the market. He obviously he's great at what he does, but yeah. being in that market helps. You couldn't get it away with that in my in my market. It doesn't happen. Can you imagine how gross a ketchup popsicle would be? <laughs> Definitely wouldn't wear white gloves. Yeah. Why don't tell me that's the first time you heard that sound? <laughs> <laughs> joking. Because now you're making me really feel old. <laughs> Mike has all, all these. Right. All, all right. These so things. what are the top three things to look out for when you're starting a construction company? What, what would you what would you tell a youngster who wants to start out here? Top three things. That's a good question. Well, what you should do or what I would do? <laughs> <laughs> what you should do, man. We don't want to know what you're doing. Because yeah, well, yeah, I'd probably top, make the top. same mistakes, even though I said I should. <laughs> probably do the whole thing again. <laughs> Honestly, so though, no, what I think, I think you just have to go after the work. Yeah. Find yeah. that work and then worry about setting up business. You know, I know the business end of it is important and, and setting up corporation yeah. and all that stuff but well, you gotta you when gotta you're first starting off money. and you and you gotta put food on the table get that you work get the work get that work the work um yeah, three doing good work leads out. to more work yeah um you gotta be insured get some insurance what else because you don't want to get your ass yeah, handed to you go get go get good insurance i was good insurance i was really lucky our first year i guess i had uh just hired somebody you know, some insurance agency based off of what somebody else told me. And we ended up having not even near the coverage that we were supposed to have. So if anything had happened in that first year, we would have gotten our ass handed to us. I would have spent a very short time in this business. 
you know, I'd have walked in the door and right back out. And if you're but, starting out, no. if you're starting out and you want to know where to look for insurance, go to your local builder association, the local yeah. chapter and talk to yep. them. They'll definitely have insurance agent that'll, that'll be in the, in the group and be happy oh, yeah. to give you a quote and, sure. and talk to some guys and see who they use. But yep. You know, the insurance. local, the local HBAs are often your competitors. So it's a little bit harder to get information out of them, but something like insurance, I mean, I think guys are pretty cool about sharing, sharing that information. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you just need to get the right insurance for what you're doing. Yeah. If you're doing hundred thousand a year, you just, it's kind of like a car you can't insure your old Pinto right. or you got a brand new Lamborghini. It just depends on the, <laughs> what level of build you're doing. And that's two. We got, just put your head down, go get work. Um, insurance. What's the other, what's the, what's the other, what's the third thing to watch out for when you're starting your own business? Hmm. Just don't let the clients get too how, too far ahead of you. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's um now you the money to the money to us is different than the money to them. Yeah. Don't yep. be don't be ashamed or nervous or yeah meek about asking for good healthy deposits up front. Down yeah, payments. Ask, and ask for your money. Yeah. Or yep. ask for money when you need it. Yep. And uh, yeah, just you know, you put it in your ask contract for money or whatever. when you don't ask, need it. Ask for your yep. money. Yeah. Get Absolutely. get your money because. It's they're always cranky. It's always a bad time. There's always a scratch on the floor, and they don't want to pay you. Just it's and I'm still guilty of it. It's not a good day to build this guy's cranky. And when you, you are know, when behind, you don't do that. And you're getting more behind. Stop working until yeah. they pay you. Yeah, yeah. Don't keep going. Stop. Yeah. If your contract says you know we'll give you you know five, I think ours says five days after the draw request to pay it, and then work stops. Yeah. Uh, my first five years, maybe in business, we never stopped. We just kept going because we wanted to no, that. And those are hardball moves. Yeah. Exercising yeah. your contracts. Those are hard. And those are big boy moves. And that, that's hard because most of us started yep. in the trades and we just want to do a good job. And most of us are people pleasers. We're customer oriented, right? We just want to do yeah. a good job, build a nice house, walk away from it. And these guys get ahead of you and you'll be fighting yep. for some serious money. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. And you won't, you won't get it if you're that far ahead. You will not no. get it. Yeah. You leave enough in their court. You won't see it. I mean, it'll yep. cost you too much to go get it. Exactly. Your attorneys will tell you you're, they won't do it. And just go pay me 50 to go get 10. And it's just, yep. Don't let them get that far ahead of you. Yeah. If exactly. you can, no, exactly if you can, and, and you're savvy enough, try and stay ahead of them where you're getting deposits. I know Brad from AFT talks about this. I think he's a genius for this. He, he gets a big deposit up front and he leaves that yep. there and he just peels off percentages of that during construction. So he's always ahead. The meter is always being fed. Yep. And when you're dealing with super high net worth clients, I mean, that could buy you and sell you. If you're yep. not ahead of them, they will buy you and sell you. Yeah. Yep. yep. They get a free house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they get there. They, especially if you finish something, they get it. It's done. And they don't, they don't want to Let's say they're going to stiff you for 20 or 50. Yeah. yeah, and listen to the high levels. It could be a lot more than that. Yeah, and you're not going to go rip out their toilets. Yep. You're not going to get it back. Yeah, nope. So <laughs> I would, I would know, I would know your state laws on what you can do and what you can't do in order. That's to probably that's a big one. educate yourself in your yep. local laws. Yeah, yep. that's a big one in the state of Tennessee. A you know, let's say 
I have a client not pay. Well, the plumber and the electrician and whoever can't go file a lien against the house because they didn't sign a contract with the homeowner. They signed a contract with me to do the work for me. I signed a contract with the homeowner. So the only person that could put a lien on the house is me. So guess who gets to pay all of those subcontractors when they don't, you know, it's me. I get to go pay them and that's out of my pocket. So you can get, you can get eaten really quickly here on something like that. So when a homeowner doesn't pay at the end, I mean, we just, we are so diligent now at where we're at as far as money is. Cause you know, it only take, it only took me, it only took me about three times to learn. And then I learned. (laughs) I've heard of some disgruntled contractors um, taking some action on their own. And I heard this, I've heard this. All right. (laughs) I heard of a guy took some hydro plug, you know what hydro plug is, right? Uh-uh. It's a uh, fast drying, fast curing cement. Basically, you got to leave right. just throw it in there. It cures really fast. The guy took some hydro plug and he threw it down their bee box. Oh and no! <laughs> so uh. the bee box is the wrong way in the, in the ground that turns on the water, and you have to stick a key down there to turn it on. Well, imagine if that little t- pipe, that tube, is filled solid with concrete. Uh. Well, gotta pay the plumber. Gotta pay. Gotta- <laughs> Got to pay the plumber. No, so I mean, you either turn it off and fill it up or turn, leave it on and fill it up. You're either not turning your water off or you're not turning your water on. So. <laughs> I don't know if you ever got paid me doing that, but it's just what I heard. It's just what I heard. <laughs> this is what I heard. Hopefully that clown of yours isn't listening to this podcast, Mike. <laughs> I, I didn't. It wasn't me. <laughs> Luckily, I've never been stiffed. So. Oh, Knock man, on wood. You are lucky. I've been you stiffed. You are lucky. I've been stiffed. I've been stiffed. It's not much fun. No. You, you never learn. end up whole. Never. No. Yeah, you don't end up whole. You can take advantage of it. Yep. It's kind of part of the game. Yeah. You, it's funny. Like you, you walk into Safeway and steal a gallon of milk, they arrest you. But somebody withholds 60000 because they just, you know, they asked you to do something, but they didn't sign for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, then it's your fault. Well, no, was I, that in the contract? Yeah, no. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Know your contract, know the laws. That's... Yeah. All right, here's one. So what, what is the most profitable uh, the most profitable project or the most profitable aspect of your business? Gosh. I mean, ch- change orders. <laughs> change orders. <laughs> <laughs> At 900, 900%. Shout out, Texas. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's a custom home for sure. It's a full It's a full custom. The earlier you're involved, the more profitable it is. Or the more profitable it should be, you know, as, as long as you set yourself up with that. But, I mean, to me, it's a full custom home. If you're in from the early stages, even with the architect, and you're walking all the way through it, that should be the most profitable project. Yeah, for us, it's uh, I have more profitable phases since we control them. Yeah, right. There's better margins in certain phases for sure. And then smaller jobs are more profitable. But yeah, we need elephants to feed the village. You know? Yeah, it's nice going down, and take a small game here and there. So, I mean, customs are tough in the finish. Really, those things yeah. just eat the clock and the protection and the fixes and the whatever else you got to do in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So front end work for us is more profitable. The big scopes, foundation framing, excavation, and dirt works big. But no, are, there's good margins in dirt work. Aren't you subbing some guys out too? Uh, for like we sub to other people. Yeah, I I have not done that in a while, but we we will. We do. Yeah. You know? Is that yeah, big? Like go put a basement in for somebody. Those are those are nice. Yeah, half a million dollar job usually in and out six weeks. Those are nice jobs, but those are few and far between. Sure. Sure. It's nice taking down the custom homes and having full work flow for the year and then have a bunch of guys and then you can kind of suck in the good jobs as they come. Yeah. So. What about you, Mike? I'd have to say our probably our most profitable have been like when we're doing specs. Because mm-hmm. um, you're making money that. on the land, not just the build. But we haven't done those right. in a while. Land has gotten crazy and it's it's all a question of how much risk you know when you're building the spec you're taking on a ton of risk if it doesn't sell you don't make any money and i've built plenty of houses for practice where i didn't make any money (laughs) (laughs) so we i mean we've kind of changed our business a little bit in the last few years where we're just taking on custom bills build the suits just because they're coming hard and fast and uh we can we can push our margins a little bit because we're in demand now. But yep. I, as much as if, when you ask what's the most profitable part of our business, I don't think there is like a a really profitable part. We're we're kind of even. I don't know how to describe it. We're kind of even keeled the whole way. You know, we we charge mm-hmm. our fee at the start, and we get it. Some projects are good. The projects that we build fast and efficient are probably the most profitable. You know, because right. our our fee is pretty much the same for every job based on the size of the house. Yeah. And if we build it two months faster and we're organized with selections and then we make more money, you know, in a, in a certain time period. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to change my answer to specs. Just looking at it from a, you know, from a hourly perspective, you know, you're spending way less time oh, on yeah. spec. You know, I mean, as far as like you're spending less time with obviously you don't have a client, you know, walking this house with a client. You know, we laid out we were doing a small spec um, close to downtown Knoxville. And, you know, we laid out the whole electrical and everything in <laughs> an hour, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, you're walking yeah. you're walking this house with a with a homeowner for four hours. Yeah. So I would venture far, to say that for, uh, as a builder, building a spec is probably 50 percent less work than building a yes. custom home for clients. Yep. Yeah, totally. Yep, absolutely. Less emotion, less everything. I mean, yep. and you know how take I take all that out emotions. of there. Yeah. Is <laughs> that so what you tell your clients too? <laughs> Some you know of them I wish I could no say No, get the hell out of here. <laughs> You're done. No, we're looking There's forward no to no crying in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we're going to get to break ground on our house this year. And I'm really looking forward to just building it. Oh, that'll yeah. be fun. Right? Yeah, just building it. Yeah. Yeah, the you specs are good for that. Make sure you have some restraint, though, because you're building for yourself. Mm-hmm. You just want cool shit. You just do it. Do yeah. it. Yeah. We need more can lights in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, 100,000 spread across 30 years. I mean, what's that? <laughs> well, there, there you go. See, now you're putting yourself in the seat of your clients, right? I actually have thought about that and I think it'll be a good experience yeah. because it'll really 
something like that. Yeah. We were at a, I, I was at a client meeting with, with the architect, a design meeting. This was probably, I don't know, eight months ago. And the house was just growing and growing, getting bigger and bigger. And I kept telling them, like, the square footage is kind of, you're getting up there. It's getting kind of big. And then they're adding a detached garage and uh, let's put the sport cord in and this and that. So four or five meetings in the initial design is done design development before it's going to go in for um you know structure and all that stuff so they show me the plan and they go so mike now that you've kind of seen the design what do you th- what's what are we missing in this house what's missing here <laughs> house had everything i said you know i think the only thing you guys are missing is restraint <laughs> oh my god he's right babel bolt it to the bedroom wall <laughs> wait what the architect fell out of his fucking chair laughing. That's good, though. That's and they funny. were laughing, too. But, I mean, <laughs> it was a joke, but it kind of wasn't. That's funny. No, no, that's good. Those are the best kind. Those are the best kind. That's funny. All right. I got, uh, probably got time for one more. Got one more. Here's one. We'll just round it off like this. It's kind of not building. So this is, uh, what are your guys' hobbies? Oh, hobbies. Music. Uh, We've been talking about my hobby here for the last hour. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, idols that. Yep. Music is mine. Music Music is Zane's. I like to burn the tires off an old old Verlaine. That's what I like to do. I like to drive the old car around. I've seen you doing that while in videos. I've seen you that. And I've heard Zane's hobby. That boy that boy can (laughs) sing. Yeah, you can't sing. Watch out. And Mike, Mike, besides being the 24-7 builder superstar. You're a golfer. Yeah, I golf. I don't golf as much as I used to. I, I, pl- I played in school, so I was pretty handy. But I was I was pretty good up until the, th- the fourth child. You know, <laughs> after that, it kind of put the – my wife put the kibosh on it. No more practice. <laughs> she was good up until the fourth one, but after that I had to get in line. But uh yeah, I do. Crushing I... muscle ups at five thirty in the morning too. Yeah. What's that? You crush you crush the muscle ups at five thirty in the morning once I in know. a while. Well that's right. Those that can do do, you know. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a hobby, it's just what I do, kids. <laughs> Yeah, right. If you saw me, there's all these 30 year old guys, 20, 20 year old guys, and you got me in there crushing them. Oh, yeah. Crushing them. Puffing and puffing. <laughs> That's it. I do it to keep the, I do it to keep the dimension away. Yeah, no shit. All right. Well, shoot. What do you guys think? Yeah. That's a wrap. Yeah, like it's Quick a hour. First so. listener question episode right yeah. there. Yeah. So yeah, got a couple if you guys there. like We're this. pretty good. Shoot us a DM. Don't be shy. Anytime. Um, we're going to hey, do you know another what one of these. Leave us a review. Leave us a review. Yes. Leave us a review on uh, wherever you're getting it. Uh, mostly Apple. Um, so just click down where you find your podcast. Leave a review. And leave us a review. What about that Spotify? Do people, a lot of people use Spotify? Do you guys use Spotify? I do. Yeah. Well, actually, we're on there. I, look, I looked us up. We're on there. Yeah. yeah. You can find us on Spotify. Find us on Spotify. Yeah. Just leave a review on Spotify. That's there right. But we'll be doing a, a, another listener question episode again. Uh, we get a lot of DMs from you guys, and uh, 
We appreciate you listening. Appreciate you sending the questions that we'd like to get them answered. All right. Level heads out. Everyone has a plan. They get punched in the face.